Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you, you the people have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had men and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Prey on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. Genetic power is the most awesome force the planet's ever seen, but you wield it like a kid that's found his dad's gun. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc is now in the possession of the Army. Too many others know what's happening out there, and no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man. That state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects vast and cool and unsympathetic regarded our planet with envious eyes. Each of us, when separated, is always looking for our other half. And the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love. Heart perception will change everything. Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes.
Broadcasting from the Sonoran Desert Monday through Thursday 10 p.m. to midnight Pacific and Fridays at 10.30 p.m. Pacific, I'm your host Ryan Gable and this is The Secret Teachings on Ground Zero Radio. If you'd like to contact the show tonight, me directly, rdgable at yahoo.com. You can also email us at tstradio at protonmail.com. Find us on Twitter and Facebook for social media. And if you are using a podcast or radio application or player to listen to your favorite shows, you can always find The Secret Teachings by searching the name of the show, The Secret Teachings. Download the shows and stream them there for free. Or if you'd like to get rid of all of those outside advertisements placed there by the service we use, Spreaker, you can go to our website, www.thesecretteachings.info, and subscribe to the ad-free show. You'll get montages, digital copies of my books, and more. www.thesecretteachings.info I really appreciate everyone who tuned in to the webinar that we did on Friday for premium subscribers to Ground Zero. It was my first webinar. I thought it went pretty well. We had Derek Murphy, Clyde Lewis with us. We had a conversation about H.P. Lovecraft's influence on pop culture and on things that go beyond pop culture. So if you missed that, I believe it is archived through Ground Zero for those of you who are premium subscribers. Otherwise, I hope you had a great weekend, and I really appreciate everyone who went into our archive and downloaded the Best Of show last night, because, as you know, we did not have a brand new episode last night. But we are new tonight, January 17th, Tuesday, 2023. And I have a show tonight that, when I put it together, I had no intention of the show being scary or perhaps frightening, but when I went back and I listened to the montage I made and I started reading through some of the details of the articles I pulled, it might be a pretty scary show, but that is not my intention. My intention is to shed light on the content we'll be discussing tonight and hopefully bring you a unique, or at least, if not a unique, an interesting perspective. And it starts with this. In 2022... Last year, the year began with a really big story that got very little attention from any media that I listen to or I follow or I watch or even on social media. It was an article from the National Geographic. And the article from the National Geographic, we'll go into more details about it later, but the article said that scientists were embarking on a quest to create And this is in their own words. This is not what I'm saying. I have the National Geographic article here in front of me in my stack of papers. And I can give you the exact headline so that you can go look this up for yourself. Because it's kind of hard to believe, really. But the scientists were embarking on a journey to create what they called contagious vaccines. That's a quote. Contagious vaccines. This is what they're talking about. The name of that article, if you'd like to look it up, National Geographic, March 18th, 2022. The Controversial Quest to Make a Contagious Vaccine. A new technology aims to stop wildlife from spreading Ebola, rabies, and other viruses. 
It could prevent the next pandemic by stopping pathogens from jumping from animals to people. When you read this article, however, they tell you that this is not new research. This research isn't 10 years old or 15 years old even. This research is, right now in 2023, it's about 25 years old. In the 1990s, they go back to 1999, when a group of scientists got together and studied rabbits and how rabbits were getting quote-unquote sick, and so they wanted to experiment on these rabbits with what they called self-spreading vaccines to eliminate what they called viral diseases. One of those diseases was rabbit hemorrhagic disease, and the other was myxomatosis. I could be pronouncing those wrong. Now, soon after this article came out from the National Geographic, again, this isn't some fringe website. This is National Geographic, very respected, and they're acknowledging scientists have been working since the late 90s on a contagious vaccine. And of course, we'll get into more of this later. What does that mean? What does that imply? Just what the name says, a contagious vaccine, something that can be transmitted biologically from one person, or in this case, from one rabbit to another rabbit. Now, if you've listened to this show for any amount of time, if you've heard the shows we've done with Don Lester and David Parker, you'll know that I personally don't believe that a viral particle makes you sick with a distinct set of symptom complexes. I think it's much simpler to grasp the idea that we are made sick by a number of other things and that those symptom complexes are simply the body's response to everything from you breathe in some dust and you sneeze. That's not a symptom of a disease. That's your body getting rid of something that it needs to get rid of. And right after this article about contagious vaccines came out, just a couple of weeks later, there was a, and I, and I want to say full um, acknowledgement, there had been discussion about this before, but a full acknowledgement by the FDA that gene-edited, so genetically engineered, gene-edited beef cattle were being introduced that could quote, better withstand hot weather. Now at the time, this is early 2022, at the time we heard about how cattle were dying because of extreme heat. Now that wasn't the entire story, but that's what the media was publishing and that's what the media was telling you if you pay attention to even alternative media. Cattle are dying because it's too hot. So suddenly the FDA approves and announces along with the USDA, that gene-edited beef cattle might be able to, quote, better withstand hot weather. Now, if we go back to a number of shows we've done over the years, in fact, going all the way back to when we used to be on Dark Matter Radio, we talked about genetically engineered mosquitoes and how these things have been experimented on and with for about 15 years officially that were being engineered... On the surface, they told you it was about getting rid of dengue fever and things like that. But on the surface, when you just scratch it, you find that right underneath of it, what the main goal of genetically engineering mosquitoes was, and this is official, I've got all the documentation, we'll look at some of this tonight, 
a global grand challenge from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. In 2008, so this is 15 years ago, this is what they were doing. They contracted a professor at the Jichi Medical University in Japan, Hiroyuki Matuoka. And this scientific experiment, I'm going to read you the title of this article from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, intended to produce a, quote, transgenic mosquito as a flying syringe to deliver protective vaccine via saliva. So what we have here are scientists since the late 90s working on a contagious, quote, vaccine. It's not a vaccine like you think. It's just a name that they give to this uh, product or to this process. So they inject these rabbits with something that, that, that can biologically spread to other rabbits. Then we have the announcement of genetically engineered cattle to withstand hot weather. And around the time before these announcements, during and now after, we have a lot of talk about genetically modified mosquitoes being used as vectors to carry a vaccine. Now, for those of you who are fans of the X-Files, which I have been for most of my life, you might find it interesting. And if you're not a fan of the X-Files, you still might find it interesting. You need to go watch the X-Files, certain episodes in particular. But you'd find it interesting that the use of vaccines and genetic engineering, particularly relating to corn, which is one of the number one genetically engineered products, it's soy and corn. They're in the top three. And then, of course, bees. I have a wild story to share with you tonight about the United States approving the first vaccination for honeybees. Very important. But if you're a fan of the X-Files, you'll find it interesting. And even if you're not a fan, you should watch the X-Files. And you should find it interesting that the use of vaccines and genetic engineering, particularly relating to corn and bees, is really, really familiar. It follows the underlying conspiracy in the X-Files series, the movies, the TV shows. So let's look at that article about the bees. U.S. approves first vaccination of honeybees. The article says that the U.S. Department of Agriculture has given the green light to a biotech company, a biotechnology company, to vaccinate honeybees against a fatal infectious disease, one of the major threats to these creatures. Now, there are a lot of quote-unquote threats to honeybees and to bees in general. And they're telling you that this vaccine will help to thwart one of those threats. Dalen Animal Health developed this new vaccine, which recently received this license from the USDA. Now, it's designed to protect honeybees against infections of American fowl brood. And American fowl brood is a fatal disease caused by a bacteria. That's at least what they tell us. They say it can kill honeybees in the pre-pupil or pupil stage of their life cycle. The disease, they say, is spread through bacterial spores and can take down an entire colony. Now, the reason that this article and this was the inspiration for tonight's show, the reason that this article was so striking to me is because I recall 
colony collapse disorder, or C, colony C collapse D disorder, being a a much more talked about issue even just five years ago, and how scientists said they didn't know exactly what was causing the CCD. Now, there's a reason that the talk about such a disorder, colony collapse disease disorder, whatever you choose to call it, uh, the colony collapse issue, the reason that this has kind of gone away, well, there, there's a very specific reason we'll get to in a second. So they approved this vaccine for honeybees and tell us that the reason that the honeybees are dying, uh, the reason that these bacterial spores, uh, can, can, they, they can kill so easily, can result in an entire colony being taken down, again, like colony collapse disorder. So let's go back to 2019. There was a, an, an article published in the journal Biological Conversation. It was the first global scientific review of insect population decline, and it concluded this. More than 40% of insect species are dwindling globally, and a third of species are endangered. One co-author of the study, an environmental biologist at the University of Sydney, Australia, said, quote, if insect species... Uh, Uh, If the insect species loss cannot be halted, this will have catastrophic consequences for both the planet's ecosystems and for the survival of mankind. Now, let's stop there and pause for a moment. When they tell us that insect populations are declining, this can be extremely, extremely arbitrary, extremely, extremely relative, and extremely, extremely out of context. There's a lot of context that could potentially be missing here. Scientists look for extinct creatures, animals, etc., And if they don't identify them or observe them in a certain location, in a certain habitat where they've seen them before, we start to make assumptions that they're extinct, even though they're not. And just because we don't see them, we tend to think, oh, we must have killed them all. That's kind of the mainline uh, scientific um, uh, university idea. We must have killed them if we don't see them in the exact spot where we always see them, as if they're you know, it's a computer program and it's as simple as one plus one equals two. Now, there are certainly things that humans have done to affect other species, including ourselves. But the thing about this, this idea that the insect population is collapsing, it's a more complex issue than that. But nevertheless, it is an issue that relates, I think, more so to psychology than it does science. Because if you keep telling people that the trees and the plants and the insects and the whales and the animals are all dying, then you can justify a kind of environmental necromancy where you start bringing things back from the dead using genetic engineering and gene splicing, using weird chemical concoctions that Yale University has used to bring pigs back to life. In effect, you can justify using tiny little robots to pollinate if the bees can't do it. So just keep that idea in mind. Now, the reason that I bring up that particular study is because, you know, the bee population has been reportedly in decline for a long time outside of other studies on insects. Now, here's the thing. The scientists have always said that it's a result of colony collapse disorder, right? Or some refer to it as colony collapse disease. They're not sure what it is they say. But the bottom line is that there is ample evidence that it's industrial agriculture, not that's poisoning the planet, but poisoning the bees. 
It's industrial agriculture responsible for excessive and increased chemical usage, pesticides, herbicides, insecticides. And one of the leading companies researching colony collapse disorder is a company called Biologics. Some might just refer to them as Biologics, but Biologics. And this company, which was researching the bees and finding that the colony collapse disorder might have been caused by, I believe they, 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 they call these neonicotinoids, something to that effect, I believe, off the top of my head, I think it's neonicotinoids, that it has something to do with the chemicals that have been sprayed, particularly on genetically engineered crops. This company is studying this, and then suddenly they get bought out and purchased, not by someone who's really concerned about the bees, but by, you guessed it, Monsanto, which is now owned by Bayer, and now they own the main company researching the colony collapse disorder. Okay, now it would seem that their reasoning for purchasing the company I mean, obviously, the company's linking the CCD to companies like Monsanto, essentially. So it would seem that the reason Monsanto would purchase the company was not to investigate CCD. They know what's causing it, or at least they know in part what's causing it. It's probably to direct and suppress research that would further associate otherwise their work with, well, CCD and other deteriorating ecological uh, ecological conditions. The other thing is researchers from the U.S. Department of Agriculture have also discovered that when you heat a substance like high fructose corn syrup, might seem kind of random here, but HFCS, high fructose corn syrup, uh, typically derived from genetically modified corn, it releases a deadly chemical called HMF. Now when HFCS, high fructose corn syrup, is cooked, especially above a certain temperature, it's like 120 degrees, the levels of HMF produced increase very rapidly. And when that happens, well, you have a harmful substance to both humans and particularly to honeybees because HFCS is used not in every operation, but in a lot of operations, HFCS, which is derived from genetically engineered corn, it is used to feed and to care for the bees. So, Let's put all this into perspective. A lumbering biotechnology company, which has had its work, its products, linked directly to CCD. And obviously, if bees are dying, that's a big problem because we need bees to help pollinate. And so this big company, Monsanto, now owned by Bayer, they go and purchase Biologics, the company that's researching and linking the CCD to companies like Monsanto. And then suddenly, all the information about CCD being linked to neonicotinoids, being linked to chemicals, being linked to, uh, I don't know about biologics, but uh, other research has shown about the high fructose corn syrup and the bee population decline and all those types of things. You put all that together, and then it's like you just stopped hearing about it. It just kind of dis- just kind of disappeared. And, and, and by the way, a, a neonicotinoid is a neuroactive insecticide. So that's that's what was originally linked to uh, to the bee population decline uh, and to what they call CCD. So the thing here is not only does Monsanto Bayer purchase Biologics, but 
one of the other things uh, outside of insecticides and pesticides and herbicides that are causing these kinds of problems is, well, they're feeding some of these bees and they're using HFCS, high fructose corn syrup, and this very dangerous byproduct when they heat it, uh, which is dangerous to humans as, as much as it is bees, HMF. I think it's pronounced something like hydroxymethylfurfural, something like that. Um, you've got this weird connection again between genetically modified corn and bees that you find in the X-Files, but it's more than just that. It's more than just this totally loose association. It's that researchers have been looking since the 90s, and they were using rabbits in the 90s, to creating contagious vaccines. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation with Japanese scientists have been working on genetically engineering mosquitoes to carry a vaccine. Now, again, you can call it a vaccine. It's more like a biological uh, synthetic agent. And when you start to see the usage of mosquitoes or anything else, but you see the usage of mosquitoes or insects to carry, um, they are vectors to carry a particular biological substance, which is synthetically derived, artificial, etc., you kind of get that X-Files feeling, don't you? That idea of using insects to spread the virus or the vaccine. And part of the way that this was done in the X-Files was through genetically engineered corn. Now, people have pointed out that, well, bees don't really play around with corn that much. Well, that doesn't, that doesn't we don't escape the, the main point here, though, of what the X-Files suggested in those in those TV shows and in the films. And that is multinational biotechnology companies are working together to use their product and to link it to, well, what amounts to multinational pharmaceutical companies so that you can combine the genetic engineering with the creation and the formulation of new types of biological agents or weapons. You mix them together and then... Well, basically, you have a transmission system that is natural, whether it's a mosquito or a bee in the X-Files, and it's mingling. You know, the bees pollinate uh, the mosquitoes. I mean, they could put this in a mosquito. A mosquito could get your dog. It could get you. And this isn't a theory. This is re real life. Uh, and inject this substance into you. Now, is it alien? I don't know, don't, don't know and don't necessarily think it's alien. Uh, who knows? But it's just these are the ideas that I was playing around with for tonight's show. Genetic engineering and the use of biotechnology, merging pharmaceuticals and biotechnology together to create this biological, um, uh, 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 almost like a biological weapons delivery system through things like insects. But then furthermore, going beyond that and, well, if you've seen the TV show Utopia, you'll know that when people went to get their vaccines in that TV show, um, they weren't receiving a vaccine to stop them from getting sick from a virus or some kind of thing like that. It was the media that hyped up the virus, which wasn't actually killing anybody. And then when people got the shot, well, it caused sterilization. It was a bait and switch. And in the X-Files, same kind of a thing happened. You find out that it's the virus or a virus in a virus, as Scully calls it, that when they inject this into you, it destroys your ability to fight anything. Uh, well, ultimately, you end up becoming a, a an artificial womb for an alien. But we'll get into more of that when we come back from break. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Don't go anywhere. Mm -hmm. 
It's 2023, the year of the rabbit, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings on GroundZero.radio. This is The Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash thesecretteachings. Hey there, it's Ryan Gable. You know you can always listen to The Secret Teachings Monday through Friday on GroundZero.radio. I don't need it. And for free in the monetized archives on our website or on any radio or podcast player. I don't need it. But you can also help support the show by subscribing to the ad-free archive with montages, digital books, and a private RSS feed. I definitely don't need it. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe today. I need support economically and energetically will keep us on air into the future. If you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo, and from mythology to alchemy, then why not check out the book Occult Arcana? Maybe you want to look at technology, black goo, UFOs, and demonic pacts made in the entertainment industry. Check out the technological elixir. Or if that's not enough, check out Good Philosophy. All three of these books are available in softcover or PDF at www.thesecretteachings.info. That's where you can read reviews, see pictures, and even order yours today. It not only supports The Secret Teachings, but most importantly, it supports you. Broadcasting from somewhere between heaven, hell, and purgatory. It's The Secret Teachings on Ground Zero Radio. Release the Kraken! Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Excellent shows with your host, Ryan Gable. You seem like science fiction, but is science fact. The legitimate and verifiable discovery of alien DNA that's in virtually every American citizen. You and everyone you know has a piece of DNA in your genome put there without your knowing it. No one has the right or the ability to tamper with your DNA. Unless we gave them that ability. I was given a smallpox vaccine as a child. As I'm sure you were as well. It was standard practice in America at the time. If you are suggesting that there is more in that shot than than a vaccine. It's actually not that far-fetched and within the realm of accepted science. Something entering the germline. Something that would be passed down hereditarily. Who will be first hit? The people we most depend on, the police, healthcare workers. But with compromised immune systems, it's the vaccines that are attacking their systems. Meaning we're infected. Thinking that we're protecting them. The ability to depopulate the planet. To kill everyone but the chosen. By tampering with their DNA. It's alien DNA. Makes with our DNA. It's clearly a widespread failure of our immune systems. Through gene tampering. What you're calling alien DNA. Alien DNA is all that can save us. But why is everyone sick? What they have, what you have, what I have to presume the entire population has is something entirely different. It's in the germ line already. It's in sperm, it's in eggs, it's a virus within a virus that was put there through the smallpox vaccine. It's what these men are calling the Spartan virus. How does the virus remove the ADA gene? A process called CRISPR-Cas9. RNA and a protein cutting genes at exact locations. Exactly. But in this instance, used as a weapon. You and everyone you know has a piece of DNA in your genome put there without your knowing it. Put it by whom? Well, that's the question of the day. What I'm saying, Agent Einstein, is that the facts, as I understand them, cannot be discounted out of hand. No one has the right or the ability to tamper with your DNA. Unless we give them that ability. 
control the disease by controlling the information. We can't protect the public by lying to them. It's done every day. Your father created a world-changing, not world-ending, world-changing, world-improving omnivirus. And we have taken that virus and embedded it in the vaccine of this transform. Created a panic and now everybody's begging for the vaccine. No, 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 they're de demanding it. It's the vaccines that are attacking their systems. Meaning we're infecting them. Thinking that we're protecting them. And now we have exactly what we want. Hundreds of millions of Americans lining up, offering us their arms, and letting us give them our creation. I'm pretty sure when every vaccinated person starts dying, they'll trace back to undetectable virus or not. What we are doing is far bigger than death. Wait. This virus is not deadly. We intend to stop human reproduction for three generations. The busy, endless global assembly line of babies will grind to all. They're sterilizing people. They control the disease by controlling the information. You can't protect the public by lying to them. It's done every day. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. We control the virus by controlling the flow of information. It's probably one of the most incredibly active, predictive programming things that you'd ever find in Hollywood or a movie or a TV show, etc. That's, of course, from The X-Files. That other clip is from Utopia. It's the plot of Fight the Future, the X-Files movie, with a number of different episodes of the X-Files, where alien colonists, we find, have been on Earth since the very earliest days of man. After human civilization begins to develop, an alliance is created between a very small group of humans to allow them to survive a future colonization agenda by these extraterrestrials. And the way that these humans would survive is by becoming half human, half alien. They give up their families for the genetic material to do the experiments, to do the research. They begin to test their new technology on transgenic crops like corn and having bees do the heavy lifting by transmitting the genetic material from the corn that's genetically engineered to the bees to the general population. A group known as the Syndicate plans to release the virus on a global scale by using the GM corn, which transmits the material to bees that then transport it to humans. The virus material given by the colonists, however, triggers gestation of an alien creature that kills the human host. The Spartan virus makes people very sick because it decimates their ability, their body's ability. Although, when I say immune system, I might mean something different than you, but it basically destroys your ability to cough and sneeze, to do natural things that your body needs to do to get rid of toxins, pollutants, or just general irritants. Now, this is, again, from a TV show. This is from a couple of X-Files movies. One was about this. One was about something totally different. We know that the virus 
in the X-Files or this alien um, thing, consciousness, organism, is known famously as purity, or they call it black oil or black cancer. The virus uses oil, kind of like a lifeblood substance of the earth, to take possession of, of bodies. And in the later seasons of the X-Files, we learned that the aliens had planned to use the Spartan virus, which was placed in the smallpox vaccine. Uh, they had used the Spartan virus to do something very specific to the body, not just like an all-out assault that makes you sick. It breaks down your body's ability to, to heal itself, but it would also alter your DNA on top of that. It would alter your genetics. And in the new season of The X-Files, Scully is explaining this. It's the main underlying storyline uh, that it's really the, the, um, the alien DNA that will protect you to make you half human, half you know, alien, as basically a hybrid, a chimera, uh, because this virus that's been released is otherwise going to decimate your immune system and it's going to kill everybody. Now, this is the general, very general plot uh, of Fight the Future, of some of the episodes of the X-Files, and of course of the new seasons of the X-Files from, from several years ago. But in real life, outside of Chris Carter, outside of Hollywood, outside of Gillian Anderson and David Duchovny, We've seen that companies and foundations and universities have worked on similar kinds of research. Back in 2022, last year, almost a year, be about a year in March, the National Geographic published an article about some research that has been conducted recently and in the 90s about what they call a contagious vaccine. Now, it's not a vaccine like you're thinking. Uh, this vaccine, quote-unquote, could include anything in the syringe. It, it doesn't just have to be, uh, well, what they tell us is kind of like a, a dead virus, and then that kind of activates your body's immune system. You produce antibodies. That's kind of like the old idea. A vaccine today, like so many other words, has been totally redefined. So when they say a contagious vaccine, they could literally put anything into your body. They did this with rabbits in the 90s, and then the rabbits transmitted that material to other rabbits outside, in nature, uninhibited. Now, this was in 2022, this was announced, but the research goes back to the mid to late 90s. 1999 is when the research officially began with rabbits, and I believe that was on a small island. Let me double check here. Yeah, a very small island off the eastern coast of Spain. We're going to, again, get to that article a little bit later. We're just kind of getting the, the structure for uh, the show tonight in the first two segments, kind of building all this up. So in 2008, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, we've done shows on this before, and it's not just the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, but the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, they went, this was 2008, they went to a professor, Hiroyuki Mat, uh, Matsuoka, uh, Jishiki Medical University in Japan. And the reason they went to this scientist, this professor, and this university is because they were willing to play God. They were willing to create something that is very unnatural uh, and has the 
the feeling of something I would say quite diabolical and quite evil. What they went to this, this professor to do was produce a transgenic mosquito that would act as a flying syringe to deliver a vaccine via saliva. So the idea is, whether it's using genetically engineered corn and then a bee to come to that corn and then to come to, to find you and then to sting you and you get injected with this, this um, DNA-altering uh, material, they're just going right to the genetically engineered mosquitoes to do it for the bee. And that was in 2008. That was long before the, the uh, new season of The X-Files. That was long before you know, a lot of social media where this kind of stuff was, was widespread. You could find, you know, clips of the X-Files or whatever, just anywhere you looked. Uh, the internet has grown exponentially in the last decade. This was 15 years ago. They were trying to use mosquitoes as a flying syringe. So that's happening in real life. Another thing that's happening in real life is that the bee population reportedly has been declining quite substantially. Uh, and now scientists also say the other insects have also been declining, but that's a matter of perspective. That's a matter of context, et cetera. And it feels like a lot of the times when we're told that insect population is declining, there's species going extinct. We don't recognize that there have always been species going extinct. And a lot of this has to do with how we observe just like hurricanes and frequency and intensity. It's how we observe things. It's how much damage it causes to you know, our, our physical property, whether it's, you know, deadly or dangerous, et cetera. Same kind of a thing with ecological collapse. Now, I'm not saying that maybe humans haven't contributed to that to some extent. Certainly some corporations definitely have. Uh, but the point is when we started to hear about the bees and the bees dying, we heard about colony collapse disorder. I'm sure you remember that. And one company was researching the colony collapse disorder and finding that it was linked to neonicotinoids, which it's an insecticide. And turns out that that company, Biologics, well, you haven't heard much from them since then, because soon after they were purchased by a very large biotechnology company that makes a lot of money off of selling their chemicals. That was Monsanto, which is now owned by Bayer. And then we stopped hearing about the colony collapse disorder. But it gets even weirder. Because also in real life, researchers from the USDA, which along with other scientists have found uh, that if you take high fructose corn syrup derived from corn, usually it's about 90 plus percent genetically engineered. So you're using GM corn and you're, you're deriving this very thick syrupy substance, HFCS, high fructose corn syrup. When you heat it to a certain temperature, it creates a chemical called hydroxymethyl fearferol or HMF for short. So when you take the HFCS and you use it in the uh, farming of bees and you're heating it to a certain temperature, the bees, just like humans, are affected. In fact, bees are affected more so than humans by the HMF. So what you have here is mosquitoes genetically engineered to transmit Vi uh, vaccines, viruses, wh whatever they want to call them, basically a biological agent. You have rabbits in the 90s that have been experimented on to carry what they call contagious vaccines, viruses, biological agents. And then you have genetically modified corn, which along with neonicotinoids or insecticides have been linked directly to declining bee populations. 
Now, it's obviously kind of a little bit sort of maybe different than the X-Files, but it's the same basic concept, right? It's genetically engineered corn. It's using the bees as part of some zero-sum game. You know, when the bees sting you and then the and then they, not every bee, but when they sting you and then they drop dead, the whole point is using the bees as a vector to transmit this genetic material or to transmit the virus or the, or the DNA, etc., in the X-Files, it's, it's alien. Uh, in our world, we uh, don't know what it is, but there's that weird parallel there. It's a very weird parallel there. And again, that is kind of the, the, the whole underlying plot of what the syndicate is doing in the X-Files. Then you have the TV show Utopia. And the TV show Utopia, very, very strange kind of, uh, again, it feels like it's predictive programming or something. Uh, but you have this this idea in Utopia, but this group of powerful people working together to do one terrify the public into thinking that there's a deadly virus spreading by manipulating their fears and emotions. The in the TV show, the reality is there isn't a deadly virus spreading, but then it convinces people to line up for a flu vaccine. And when they line up for the flu vaccine, that's when they get injected with, well, the implication of, of a virus. But it's not a virus that causes the disease. It's a sterilizing agent that genetically alters you so you can no longer have children. But the tricky aspect of it is, again, they faked and pretended as if there was a deadly virus to convince people to willingly go and take the sterilizing agent, which is the same concept in the X-Files where Scully, on more than one occasion, she's talking to other people, where she's saying that, well, you know, she's talking to Agent Einstein, who says, well, they don't have the, the right or the technology to do that. And Scully says, well, unless we gave them the ability to do that, we, we willingly gave them the right to do that. Now, in the X-Files... Part of this was done through the smallpox vaccine that so many people got. And it embedded something in you that later decimated your body and turned, turned your quote-unquote immune system into mush, if you will, and made you really, really sick. The only thing that could save you is the alien DNA. It's all part of the colonization process, right? So the zero-sum uh, uh, game being played here is, is not just genetically engineered corn, genetically engineered mosquitoes, contagious vaccines, and things like that. It also involves other kinds of technologies, such as edible electronics, which include password pills and tiny little machines to monitor your organs. Then there's also smart dust, which goes to a whole other level. The Human Genome Project, which sequenced every piece of human DNA, has now been matched by the first functional map of genes expressed in human cells, tying each gene to a very specific job in the body. Now, that would allow scientists using genetic engineering techniques, such as CRISPR-Cas9, also talked about in the new season of The X-Files, it would allow scientists to specifically and strategically and surgically isolate, well, by looking at this map, genes expressed in human cells and looking at each of those genes 
and each cell, each job that everything is linked to and being able to surgically cut and remove or perhaps even add something to the genome. But scientists aren't simply content with altering what already exists. They intend to bring species back from the dead as well. In 1928, Soviet scientists reanimated the five senses of a severed dog head using a circulatory machine. Successfully, then, they moved on to the draining of the blood from an incapacitated living dog, which died for 10 minutes. A dialysis-like machine then pumped blood back into the animal, triggering heart rate and respiration. And now scientists in the modern day, recently have done the same thing at Yale University. In 2019, they reanimated a dead pig brain or several dead pig brains with a machine called Brain X. That's Brain EX. They did acknowledge there was no, quote, life, though, when they reanimated these brains. But in August of last year, Yale scientists went further than that when they brought pigs that were dead for an hour, not a dog for 10 minutes, but pigs that were dead for an hour back to life using a circulatory machine, and get this, a chemical sludge. This is what they called it, a chemical sludge or black goo called Organ X. That's Organ E-X. And it might maybe remind you of a movie called Overlord. I don't know if you saw this movie called Overlord. And it's on the eve of D-Day, and it's, it's basically about uh, this group of soldiers. They have this mission to take out this radio tower. But they find that the Germans are tapped into this well of some kind of black, oily substance. And when they take that substance and they manipulate it and play with it, when they inject it into you, it creates genetic mutations, which causes uh, basically uh, a, a, a super soldier uh, to... Uh, to take form, if you will. So they inject it into you, you become a super soldier. It completely alters your, your DNA. So what they injected into these pigs at Yale, these pigs didn't become super pigs, but a sludge called Organ X, which did not work in the control group of pigs, did apparently bring pigs that had been dead for an hour back to life. So it's not just genetically engineered corn or genetically engineered let's say, animals, uh, beef cattle to withstand quote-unquote heat. It's not just, uh, you know, the colony collapse disorder and the high fructose corn syrup and the genetically engineered corn. It's not just the mosquitoes and the rabbits that have been used as vectors to transmit vaccines or to uh, spread what they call contagious vaccines. It's also scientists that want to not only manipulate what already exists, but also to bring things back from the dead or to create entirely new things, which is what scientists in China did when they put all this together and they created the first mammal with programmable genes. They created their own creature with programmed and programmable genes. Now, this is the age of artificial wombs and fertilized eggs without sperm and dark science. Uh, These are the dark forms of scientific magic and modern necromancy that go on just underneath the surface of what is considered acceptable practice and not superstitious. With everything gained by modern sorcerers, all organic life loses the same. It's a zero-sum game. 
So when you take the idea of the pig being brought back to life, you have a lot more than just reference to a movie like Overlord because of the black goo and the organ X. You have a lot more than just this idea of scientists playing God. You have a very theological concept here as well. Cellular function was restored. The brain, the liver, the kidneys, and the heart began to function like normal in these pigs that were brought back to life. So beyond the moral, for me anyway, beyond the moral and ethical questions of such an experiment, tampering with life and death is, of course, a form of unnatural selection which takes the spirit and soul into little or no consideration. And in the Bible, if for those of you who are Christian, in the Bible we know the story uh, in Matthew 8 of Jesus driving a legion of demons into a herd of pigs and then driving them into the water. If we're bringing pigs back from the dead and we're choosing pigs to conduct these experiments on for one reason or another, there's this underlying tone or this current that symbolically Jesus had driven the demons into the pigs and killed them. Now we're resurrecting the pigs and bringing them back to life and setting the legions of demons free. That's kind of a very disturbing esoteric or occult concept. So let's put all this together. You factor all this in, you put all this um, into the same equation. When we come back from break here in a few minutes, I'm going to go through all of these articles and we're going to look at the details of all of this. It's stuff that you can find yourself. I'll give you the headlines so you can look all this up. But the bee, because we know that the bees are being given vaccinations to stop them from I, I just dying randomly otherwise, the colony collapse disorder, which has been linked directly to neonicotinoids insecticides sold by companies like Monsanto Bayer, which then bought Biologics that linked this company that linked those things to companies like Monsanto. So they just bought Biologics. Um, now they're saying, no, it's not neonicotinoids. No, it's not HFCS and genetically engineered corn. What it actually is is some kind of bacteria that's killing the bees. Okay, that's what they tell us. So we're going to get into that in the next segment. But I want you to think about bees in another context. Bees and their hives symbolize industry. They symbolize community. They symbolize a hive-like collective or collectivized organization. In Egypt, the bee represented the lower kingdom. In Greece, the bee represented obedience. Obedience. Individual bees are often referred to as drones or workers simply obeying the commands of their queen, right? And throughout history, a swarm of bees was thought to carry away the soul or several souls of the dead. If you've ever been to Temple Square in Salt Lake City, you'll know that the Mormons, or if you've ever been to Utah, the Mormons, I'd say excessively use the bee and the hive on all of their iconography. All their signs and symbols are centered around the bee and the hive. While Christian churches have also been identified with bees because of the wax that monks used from bees to make candles. So then you look at the the, 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 the physical aspect of what the bee constructs, and you're looking at sacred geometry, you're looking at the honeycomb hexagram, which is formed by bees. It's considered highly sacred, particularly in sacred geometry. But this symbol has another meaning. It has another uh, uh, association. And it's not just with the seal of Solomon. It's also the star of Saturn. 
So the star of Saturn is the very structural foundation of the beehive honeycomb. The bees themselves represent a hive-like collectivized organization, and it symbolizes the bees and, and, and their colonies symbolize the lower kingdom, or as we talked about on Friday, effectively the abyss. Now the bees can also be a very positive thing, but the bees represent the abyss and the lower kingdom, hive mind collectivized thought and action. Perhaps what you would get from genetic experimentation and DNA altering of the general population to make them subservient. Bees are a zero-sum game. What you lose, those in control of the gene splicing and the chemicals gain. Power and lots of it. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. And there's a lot more after this. Stay tuned. Hour number two coming up after break. From the occult and theology to history and the paranormal, The Secret Teachings Radio Show brings you that and more Monday through Friday on GroundZero.radio. You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. If you're looking to learn more in 2023, then look no further than books from The Secret Teachings. The Technological Elixir explores UFOs, artificial intelligence, and demonic contracts in the entertainment industry. Liberty Shrugged is an illuminating and nonpartisan look into American history, focusing on natural law, slavery, and the war for independence. Food philosophy is not a diet book, but it does help alleviate confusion over food industry propaganda with specific focus on bizarre ingredients that are put into your foods. And Occult Arcana is a compendium of esoteric wisdom, from theology and sympathetic magic to witchcraft, voodoo, and the origins of holidays. Get physical and digital copies of these books only at www.thesecretteachings.info. And remember, all physical books also come with a digital copy as well. This is one of the best discussions I've been on in a long time. You guys are right on it. Howdy, this is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. You know you can always listen to The Secret Teachings Monday through Friday on GroundZero.radio and for free in the monetized archives on our website or on any radio or podcast player. But you can also help support the show by subscribing to the ad-free archive with montages, digital books, and a private RSS feed. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe today. Your support economically and energetically will keep us on air into the future. Thank you for your support. Hi, this is Laura. I'm from Las Vegas, and I listen to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable because he never fails to provide us with great information from various topics on which he's done extensive and thorough research to back him. Thank you for all that you do and all your hard work, Ryan, and thank you for sharing it with the rest of us. This is David Icke, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Why else would you show up with that thing on your back just three days before President Business is going to use the crackle to end the world? President Business is going to end the world? But he's such a good guy. And Octan, they make good stuff. Music, dairy products, coffee, TV shows, surveillance systems, all history books, voting machines. Wait a minute. Welcome to the darkness. I hope you find it enlightening. Think about your hero when you're at ground zero and crawl up to the fall of back to me. 
Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is the frequency of the secret teachings on Ground Zero Radio. Hi, it's David Childress from Ancient Aliens, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. You seem like science fiction, but is science fact? The legitimate and verifiable discovery of alien DNA that's in virtually every American citizen. You and everyone you know has a piece of DNA in your genome put there without your knowing it. No one has the right or the ability to tamper with your DNA. Unless we gave them that ability. I was given a smallpox vaccine as a child. As I'm sure you were as well. It was standard practice in America at the time. If you are suggesting that there is more in that shot than than a vaccine. It's actually not that far-fetched and within the realm of accepted science. Something entering the germline. Something that would be passed down hereditarily. Who will be first hit? The people we most depend on, the police, healthcare workers. But with compromised immune systems, it's the vaccines that are attacking their systems. Meaning we're infected. Thinking that we're protecting them. The ability to depopulate the planet. To kill everyone but the chosen. By tampering with their DNA. It's alien DNA. Makes with our DNA. It's clearly a widespread failure of our immune systems. Through gene tampering. What you're calling alien DNA. Alien DNA is all that can save us. But why is everyone sick? What they have, what you have, what I have to presume the entire population has is something entirely different. It's in the germ line already. It's in sperm, it's in eggs, it's a virus within a virus that was put there through the smallpox vaccine. It's what these men are calling the Spartan virus. How does the virus remove the ADA gene? A process called CRISPR-Cas9. RNA and a protein cutting genes at exact locations. Exactly. But in this instance, used as a weapon. You and everyone you know has a piece of DNA in your genome put there without your knowing it. Put there by whom? Well, that's the question of the day. What I'm saying, Agent Einstein, is that the facts, as I understand them, cannot be discounted out of hand. No one has the right or the ability to tamper with your DNA. Unless we give them that ability. We control the disease by controlling the information. We can protect the public by lying to them. It's done every day. Your father created a world-changing, not world-ending, world-changing, world-improving omnivirus. And we have taken that virus and embedded it in the vaccine of this transform. Created a panic, and now everybody's begging for the vaccine. No, 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 they're demanding it. It's the vaccines that are attacking their systems. Meaning we're infecting them. Thinking that we're protecting them. And now we have exactly what we want. Hundreds of millions of Americans lining up, offering us their arms, and letting us give them our creation. I'm pretty sure when every vaccinated person starts dying, they'll trace it back to undetectable virus or not. What we are doing is far bigger than death. Wait. This virus is not deadly. We intend to stop human reproduction for three generations. The busy, endless global assembly line of babies will grind to all. You're sterilizing people? We control the disease by controlling the information. You can't protect the public by lying to them. It's done every day. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Have you ever noticed that every single condition, ailment, illness, sniffle, cough, sneeze, etc. has been reduced to a virus and there's always a vaccine to protect you from that virus? 
We're essentially getting to the point where people have been convinced that everything bad happening to them is caused by a virus or bacteria that you have absolutely no control over. In essence, an omnivirus. You know that there are twindemics and triple-demics, right? Flu and RSV and coronavirus all merging together in some giant event. Little tiny particles conspiring to kill you. People have essentially been convinced that there are maybe more than one, but at least an omnivirus comprised of several different viruses, twin or triundemics, triple demics, etc. And so eventually what will happen is that there will be a universal vaccine, and this is already being talked about, to counter what amounts to an omnivirus. In the meantime, we have updated vaccines, booster shots, etc. Now, the idea of a virus spreading is not something that I personally buy into and believe in relationship to that virus causing a specific set of symptoms, a symptom complex. But I do believe that you could, using chemicals, using gene editing, etc., you could do severe damage to the human or to an animal, an insect, a plant, etc. by essentially injecting them with something that you could consider to be a vaccine. It doesn't contain a dead or alive or whatever it is virus. But instead of it being something kind of bacteria or virus related, what it really is is a synthetic biological agent that then triggers a response in the body that could do pretty much anything you programmed it to do. In other words, convince people that there are all these viral threats, effectively an omnivirus, but then you're putting the real threat, because those things are not actually a threat, you're putting the real threat into the thing that you give the public and offer the public as the solution to the problem that they think exists. Oh no, there's a pandemic, I will go get my vaccine immediately, but it's actually the vaccine that makes you sick. It's actually the vaccine that alters your DNA. Now, that's not just mRNA vaccines. That's literally the plot of the TV show Utopia. It's also the plot of the long-running TV show. They had some movies as well called The X-Files. In The X-Files, you have this syndicate of humans working together with extraterrestrials that have been on Earth preparing for colonization for thousands of years. An alliance is created by the humans and the aliens. The aliens give the humans some genetic material. The humans turn over things that are precious to them, like their families. The group called the Syndicate then plans to release this virus on a global scale by using genetically modified corn, which transmits the material to bees that then transport it to humans in order to inoculate the whole population against this alien invasion, turns out that the syndicate was manipulated by the aliens, and what they're actually doing is they're spreading this contagion, if you will, this genetic material which makes humans the hosts for alien life forms. That's a very, very general summary, but this is an idea that is not confined purely to the X-Files or to science fiction. In 2022, National Geographic published an article about a quest to create contagious vaccines, vaccines that would spread effectively in the air. 
and they would transmit from person to person. So if you got it, it could be transmitted to others. You'd only need one person to be terrified by what they watch on TV to not actually be sick, but to go get the vaccine anyway to spread this contagious vaccine to others. That's what they're calling it, by the way. I'm not calling it that. That's what the National Geographic called it, contagious vaccine. They did this in 1999 with rabbits. This is the first experiment with rabbits. Scientists went to this tiny island off the coast of Spain, and they used, quote, self-spreading vaccines against two viral diseases, rabbit, uh, rabbit hemorrhagic disease and my uh, mixo, uh, I think it's myxomatosis is the pronunciation. The National Geographic article then reported on how self-spreading vaccines could jump from rabbits to humans, is a quote. Self-spreading vaccine virus, the self-spreading vaccine virus could, quote, evolve to jump species or cause other unknown consequences in wild and domestic animal populations and perhaps even in humans. They've been testing self-spreading vaccines since the 90s on other things as well, including Ebola and bovine tuberculosis. So this is not science fiction. This is not conspiracy. This is out in the open. It's very much mainstream science. It's not some fringe laboratory you've never heard of operating in secrecy and you have some whistleblower telling you what's happening. This is National Geographic. This is... Mainline science, they tell you they have been working for about 25 years on self-spreading, contagious, quote-unquote, vaccines, meaning that you have one, I don't, it spreads or sheds on me, and then I transmit it to other people. Now, what exactly is the vaccine, though? We're not talking about a virus. We're talking about a biological agent that spreads something that can alter your DNA. Maybe like, I don't know, mRNA technology. That would be a good place to start our investigation. And again, it's not just with rabbit diseases. It's also with Ebola and bovine tuberculosis and God only knows unofficially and officially what else. This is a zero-sum game being played with human, animal, insect, plant, and all organic life on planet Earth. But it goes beyond that as well, because when you look at edible and wearable technologies, humans are slowly but steadily being turned into cyborgs. Humans are steadily but surely, slowly but surely, being turned from organic creatures into synthetic creatures. And the... Metaverse is just a small piece of that. I played you what Yuval Harari had recently said. I played this on Friday's show. What Yuval Harari had said about light and what he said about gravity and what he said about the laws of physics, that all of these things would change and we would need to relearn how to use our senses because the future, as Samsung has also said, And the World Economic Forum has also said the future is digital. It is a merger of your biological and digital distinctiveness. So Yuval Harari telling you to relearn your senses. You can go back and listen to that show, The Abyss Looked Back, if you want to hear the clip. 
but him telling you to relearn your senses, it's going to be different in the digital sphere. Humans are not going to walk willingly into it unless there is, well, perceptually no consequence, unless it's fun, unless they're coerced into doing it, thinking it's the right thing to do. And that's precisely what we see happening, especially when you consider the fact that people, just like in the TV show Utopia, thought that there was a virus that was killing people. It wasn't. Officially, COVID-19 or SARS-CoV-2 even had a 99 point something, 99% survival rate, a virus that wasn't killing anybody, but it worked to convince people through mainstream media that they could die if they don't get protection. And the protection is the vaccine, which is the biological agent. That's the bioweapon. And it's not a virus or a particle that's been weaponized. It's basically mRNA technology that can tell your body what to do and what not to do. It can alter your genome. And nobody has to force you at gunpoint to take it. You just go do it willingly. There's no coercion. There's no train cars. There's no concentration camps. It's just go down to the corner, CVS or Walgreens, and get the shot. It's the right thing to do. Turns out the shot is the biological weapon or the biological agent. Now, if you take a look, for example, you take a look at the story of bees, like bees, over the last 10 years. You might notice that there's been a very kind of, and I've paid attention to it, the colony collapsed disorder. I've, I've noticed there's kind of a change in the attitude that environmentalists have had about bees. I mean, if you have an environmentalist friend, somebody you talk to, they probably think about it on occasion. But generally speaking, most people don't think about bees and how important bees are for pretty much everything. If we don't have bees and we don't have pollination, we end up like parts of China where they have to go hand pollinate. And they do this. They hand pollinate plants because they don't have the bees there to do it. Or they want to create uh, what they call robo-bees to go do the pollination. Or we could just find out what's killing bees because bees, another one of those weird things where we're focusing on climate change and species extinction, but bees just never seem to get brought up. And I wonder why that is. And I only have to wonder for a moment until I Remember that the company investigating why the bees were dying, the lead company, B.O. Logics, the company that said, oh, it's neonicotinoids, it's insecticides. That's what's causing the bees to die. It's chemicals, it's toxins, it's pollutants. Oh, and also other researchers at the USDA have found that since bees are often given HFCS or high fructose corn syrup, when you heat that to a certain temperature, it produces a chemical that's very harmful to bees and can, well, likely kill them. Not to mention most of that HFCS syrup, high fructose corn syrup, is derived from genetically engineered corn, which often is engineered so that when insects eat it, their stomachs explode. Probably another reason that bees are dying in regard to the HFCS. So you find that there's insecticides and high fructose corn syrup coming from genetically engineered corn, which is growing through the use of insecticides. You put those two things together 
and you find the solution, the reason why the bees are dying. But BO Logics doesn't get to tell you that anymore because they are now owned by Monsanto, the company that patents the technology for genetically engineered corn and also, of course, for the chemicals that they spray on the corn kind of has an X-Files feel to it, doesn't it? Because again, in the X-Files, it was genetically engineered corn that was used to transmit the virus or the genetic material to a bee that would be a vector and transmit it to humans. Now that's in the X-Files. In real life, we have a similar thing happening with bees, but more to the point, we can skip over the genetically engineered corn aspect of this and just go right to the vector for humans, and that would be, well, the genetically engineered mosquitoes. Genetically engineered mosquitoes that would transmit through what they call a flying syringe, a vaccine, quote, via saliva. So let's look at these articles in detail. U.S. approves first vaccine for honeybees. Maybe we don't need the genetically modified corn for the X-Files scenario either. Maybe we could just give the vaccine to the honeybees and then the bees would transmit it maybe to the plants we eat or they would transmit it. I mean, they pollinate all over the place. We need the bees, so it would just transmit it in the air. Just a theory, part of a much larger plan or agenda, perhaps. But the U.S. approves first vaccine for honeybees. Let's see how they're going to do it. Dalen Animal Health developed the vaccine. The U.S. Department of Agriculture has given the biotech company approval to vaccinate the bees. And of course, it would be really hard to hold bees down and inject them all with a needle. And that's what the article says. It says from Gizmodo, January 5th, 2023, it would be a challenge to give shots to baby bees. So they have another solution to that obvious problem. A dead version of the bacteria that they believe causes, well, now colony collapse disorder. It couldn't be the insecticides. It couldn't be the high fructose corn syrup derived from genetically engineered corn that's growing through the insecticides. It has to be something else. So they say they found a bacteria. Okay, that's the justification to put this stuff into the bees to let them spread it to other things. Mark my words on that. So what happens is the dead version of the bacteria is given to the bees in their food supply. Those bees then pass the vaccine into royal jelly a milky secretion that is fed to the colony's queen. From there, the vaccine, doesn't sound like a vaccine you've ever heard of, probably does it, will transfer to the queen's ovaries, granting, quote, immunity to developing larvae. Now, that's just their theory. They don't know either if that's going to work. Probably not going to work because that's probably not what they're doing it for. Their theory is that, well, this bacteria we think causes these bees to die it couldn't be anything else if we do this specific thing with this vaccine then maybe this will prevent the bees from dying but what if they're not trying to really prevent the bees from dying perhaps what's happening here is kind of like in the x-files they're using the bees as a vector to transmit a vaccine perhaps it's not to you through stinging you perhaps it's to you through the pollinizing of crops and then the transmission of that through your food to you genetically engineered crops because the bees they get this dead bacteria they call it or this vaccine it's not actually a vaccine like you would think and it goes into the food they're fed 
I mean, this could also symbolize putting that kind of thing into our food, the stuff that we eat every day. And whether that's directly or through the pollinizing of crops, pollinizing of certain things that we might eat, even if it's just cross-contamination, by bees. So either way you slice it, you have this weird X-Files component to it, right? Using GM crops to spread genetic material to a bee that then spreads it to humans. In real life, we know that the bees have been dying from insecticides, neonicotinoids, and things like HFCS derived from genetically engineered corn. So the justification for giving these bees what amounts to an experimental quote-unquote vaccine, which is not a vaccine, it's genetic material that they're introducing into the food supply of the bees, and then the bees carry that to their queen, and then all the other bees are then born with these same genetic alterations, and then perhaps the bees, instead of stinging us, they go and do their jobs pollinating, and then they spread that genetic material to what they're pollinating. It's another quick version of genetic engineering by introducing the genetic material into the plants, into everything in nature. And of course, you probably know this, honeybees pollinate everything from blueberries to avocados to agave. So what does that mean? That means that pretty much everything you eat could be contaminated with this vaccine that the USDA has given approval to. And that is a very, very concerning thing, especially in context with genetically modified mosquitoes. Why? Well, because genetically modified mosquitoes are going to do something very similar. Genetically modified mosquitoes, if you go back to 2008, Professor Hiroyuki Matsuoko, a Jiki University, Japan, was paid by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation officially, this is on their website, I have a copy of it, to produce a transgenic mosquito as a, quote, flying syringe to deliver protective vaccine via saliva. And then two years later, Science Magazine published this. Researchers turned mosquitoes into flying vaccinators. One option is to create strains of mosquitoes that are resistant to infections with parasites or viruses or that are unable to pass the pathogens to humans. This would, uh, this would basically allow them, that's what they say, these would somehow allow them to replace natural disease-bearing mosquitoes. And the other strategy is, which is what they're actually doing, they say in the Science Magazine article, releasing transgenic mosquitoes that when they mate with wild-type counterparts don't produce viable offspring, that would shrink the population over time. The study on these two particular groups of, of, of uh, mosquitoes to keep the mosquito population down relies on a certain kind of mechanism to do it. These mosquitoes would become what scientists call flying vaccinators. And they would inject the material into you. And this is the same university that Bill and Melinda Gates paid in 2008 to research this material. And it is the same Jishi Medical University in, uh, I believe it's it's definitely in Japan. I think it's, off the top of my head, I think it's um, Toshigi or something like that. Toshigi University in Japan, or University in to- Toshigi, Japan. It's a medical school. That's where they're doing the experiments. That was in 2010, though. Jump five years ahead. Physics.org reported GMO mosquito plant out uh, sparks an outcry in Florida. 
They're going to release those mosquitoes in Florida. They didn't tell you about the flying vaccinators, though. This was just a way with the ADS Egypti mosquitoes. This is just a way to alter the genes to kill the offspring effect, basically to sterilize them. Physics.org reported that the process involves inserting a gene into lab-grown male Aedes aegypti mosquitoes. The added DNA makes it impossible for their offspring to survive. Oh, it sounds just like the plot from Utopia. Sterilization of the population except mosquitoes. But what if that genetically modified material spread to humans as well? Could humans also become sterile? In 2021, Bill Gates, it was announced, funded a company releasing gene-hacked mosquitoes. This company is Oxitec, that they paid a lot of money. That was in the United Kingdom. Here is the University of Florida, genetically modified mosquitoes being released. Here is the hill, why millions of genetically modified mosquitoes may be released in Florida and California. They already did it. This is a second or third or perhaps a fourth or fifth release officially. They did that back in 2015. And then earlier in April of 2022, we get the first results of the genetically modified mosquito trial. And it's, it's kind of weird because you get, this, you get this idea that the mosquitoes are about to be released, but they've already done it. And then in the process of arguing whether or not they're going to do it, the, uh, the, st- the study report comes out of, of what they have already done. It's just convincing and tricking people to think that it's not actually happening. People are obviously and rightfully disturbed by the idea of, of genetically engineering mosquitoes, releasing them into the population to sterilize other mosquitoes. What happens if that mosquito gets me? Do I become sterile? Oh, no, it doesn't work on you. It doesn't work on you. Here is another article from last year recently. September 2022, a box of 200 mosquitoes, just 200, did the vaccinating in a malaria trial. They had people come in and put their arms in a box, and they got a malaria vaccine through the mosquito. Funny how that happens. So they're not doing it, then they're doing it, but when they do it, it's just to stop the other vac- uh, the other uh, uh, mosquitoes from, uh, from reproducing through what they call a vaccine. And then it's like, well, maybe could they use the same technology to spread other kinds of vaccines to humans? Or could that make us sterile, etc.? Then they're like, oh, no, no, we already did the study. Look, uh, we got malaria vaccines given out through mosquitoes. Good thing Bill Gates was here to save the world, right? Because it's all problem, reaction, solution. It's all organized. All of it. Same thing if we go back to the 90s, contagious vaccines, quest to create a contagious vaccine, And National Geographic reported, this is not in my words, how self-spreading vaccine virus could evolve to jump species or cause other unknown consequences in wild and domestic animal populations and perhaps even in humans. In other words, the National Geographic was even acknowledging that even if you spread these self-spreading contagious vaccines to rabbits and they spread them to others, it could also jump species. We're not talking about viruses or bacteria. We're talking about biological agents, whether they put them in corn or they put them in soy or they put them in bees or they put them in mosquitoes, or you go get a shot thinking there's a deadly virus and it turns out that the virus isn't so deadly, but the shot is It's not just the plot from the X-Files or Utopia. It's not just science fiction. 
It's National Geographic, it's major universities, it's the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, and so on and so forth. And it's a zero-sum game. What they take away, you lose. It's an in-game scenario as the abyss stares back, like we talked about on Friday. I'm Ryan Gable, this is The Secret Teachings. There's a lot more after this. Don't go anywhere. It's 2023, the year of the rabbit, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings on GroundZero.radio. Want to hear more of The Secret Teachings radio show? Search for the show on any radio or podcast player, or find links and a free archive at thesecretteachings.info. If you want to get rid of those annoying ads and get extra perks like access to the montage archive, digital copies of Ryan's books, and early access to the show, then subscribe to the full show archive at thesecretteachings.info. Visit the website and click the button that says subscribe. You can do so monthly, yearly, or through a one-time donation. Your support always keeps the secret teachings on the air. You could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence. David has no evidence. I hate this channel. Or you could listen to the secret teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. Join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. We'll explore a little bit of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm the last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's the secret teachings, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, visit the website and grab a physical and digital copy of Ryan's books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, magic, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. And remember, shipping is always included. Some restrictions exist for international. Visit thesecretteachings.info. This is David John Oates from ReverseSpeech.com. You are listening to The Secret Teaching with Ron Gable. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is the frequency of The Secret Teachings on Ground Zero Radio. You seem like science fiction, but is science fact? The legitimate and verifiable discovery of alien DNA that's in virtually every American citizen. You and everyone you know has a piece of DNA in your genome put there without your knowing it. No one has the right or the ability to tamper with your DNA. Unless we gave them that ability. I was given a smallpox vaccine as a child. As I'm sure you were as well. It was standard practice in America at the time. If you are suggesting that there is more in that shot than than a vaccine. It's actually not that far-fetched and within the realm of accepted science. Something entering the germline. Something that would be passed down hereditarily. Who will be first hit? The people we most depend on, the police, healthcare workers. But with compromised immune systems, it's the vaccines that are attacking their systems. Meaning we're infected. Thinking that we're protecting them. The ability to depopulate the planet. To kill everyone but the chosen. By tampering with their DNA. It's alien DNA. Makes with our DNA. It's clearly a widespread failure of our immune systems. Through gene tampering. What you're calling alien DNA. Is all that can save us. Why is everyone sick? What they have, what you have, what I have to presume the entire population has is something entirely different. It's in the germ line already. It's in sperm, it's in eggs, it's a virus within a virus that was put there through the smallpox vaccine. It's what these men are calling the Spartan virus. How does the virus remove the ADA gene? A process called CRISPR-Cas9. 
RNA and a protein cutting genes at exact locations. Exactly. But in this instance, used as a weapon. You and everyone you know has a piece of DNA in their genome put there without your knowing. Well, that's the question today. What I'm saying, Agent Einstein, is that the facts, as I understand them, cannot be discounted out of hand. No one has the right or the ability to tamper with your DNA. Unless we give them that ability. We control the disease by controlling the information. We can't protect the public by lying to them. It's done every day. Your father created a world changing, not world ending, world changing, world improving omnivirus. And we have taken that virus and embedded it in the vaccine of this transplant. I know it. Created a panic and now everybody's begging for the vaccine. No, 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 they're demanding it. It's the vaccines that are attacking their systems. Meaning we're infecting them. Thinking that we're protecting them. And now we have exactly what we want. Hundreds of millions of Americans lining up, offering us their arms, and letting us give them our creation. I'm pretty sure when every vaccinated person starts dying, they'll trace back to undetectable virus or not. What we are doing is far bigger than death. Wait, this virus is not deadly. We intend to stop human reproduction for three generations. Busy, endless global assembly line of babies. A crime to all. They're sterilizing people. They control the disease by controlling the information. You can't protect the public by lying to them. It's done every day. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. In 1999, an experiment was carried out on rabbits on an island off the coast of Spain. The scientists used self-spreading vaccines against two what they called viral diseases. The National Geographic reported on this in 2022 about how self-spreading vaccine virus could evolve to jump species. That's a quote. And of course, it could not only jump species, but cause other unknown consequences in wild and domestic animal populations and even in humans. They're also officially working on Ebola and bovine tuberculosis vaccines that are self-spreading. These are not things you go get injected with. These are things that are released in the environment and then they spread or they shed. The use of genetically modified or genetically altered mosquitoes to transmit genetic material to other mosquitoes causing sterility is certainly a danger to animals and humans as well, especially when the insects can be engineered officially to carry genetic material of any kind or any type of biological agent. Last year, the first official vaccine mosquito malaria trial was carried out where mosquitoes were the flying syringes that injected people with a malaria vaccine. Also, since bees populate virtually everything, it's not unlikely that the new USDA-approved vaccine that will actually be material added to the food of bees and then transmitted to their queen, this is how it's described. A dead version of bacteria is added to the food eaten by worker bees. Those bees then pass the vaccine into royal jelly a milky secretion that is fed to the colony's queen, and that material transfers to the queen's ovaries, granting, oh, immunity 
to the larvae or perhaps further sterilization. And whatever it is that they're doing with the bees, that could, of course, affect the food supply and transmit that same genetic material to you. Whether it's genetically altered mosquitoes transmitting the quote-unquote vaccine or genetic material, or it's bees that pollinate virtually everything being fed a genetic material and then spreading that to their queen and then spreading that to either humans directly or to plants, to the things they pollinate. Everything from avocados to blueberries and agave and you name it. Or it's the creating of a panic, a pan-panic pandemic over a variety of viruses, a triple-demic. First, it's coronavirus. Then it's a twin-demic. It's coronavirus and the flu. Then it's a triple-demic. It's coronavirus and the flu and RSV. Soon it'll just be all these viruses are pretty much the same thing, basically an omnivirus. So what we need to have happen here is we need a universal vaccine that will take care of all of these problems. And a universal vaccine for everything, which is not a vaccine for anything in particular, but instead a gene-altering bioweapon is already being discussed at major universities. A universal vaccine for omni virus, just like the TV show clip that I played you in the montage. And of course, when you create a panic over a variety of viruses or an omnivirus, it cultivates a willing response from the public to be injected with the real deadly, the real dangerous material that intends to alter your DNA. Precisely the plot of the same TV show clip I just played you. That is Utopia, and that is John Cusack playing the part of the evil villain, saying that the virus isn't deadly, but we put the real substance in the vaccine that people are willingly taking. And we don't actually have to kill anybody because our goal is more long-term. Our goal is to sterilize people. So if you warn people that vaccines are really dangerous, which they always have been, and everybody's going to die in a couple of years. That's not going to happen. But you'll see instead birth being greatly reduced. You don't have to kill anybody. You don't have to commit genocide. Terrify people. Convince them to take the vaccine that then sterilizes them. And you won't see the effects of this for some time. And of course, you won't even necessarily get sick or die. But that genetic material is still in your body. And it ain't a virus, it ain't bacteria, it's a biological weapon. And don't think that there isn't a synthetic component to it either, especially when you think about things like neural dust or smart dust, which is a mechanical technology that can attach to your organs and give real-time readouts of those organs. Just like the little green gel-like thing, little microchip thing, that was debuted on 60 Minutes. You put it in your body and it tells you when you're going to get sick. It could eventually, in real time, like the movie Equilibrium, administer drugs. If you get too, I don't know, too excited, too uh, angry, ask too many questions, it could just, in real time, just release the drug into your body to calm you down. Just like that movie Equilibrium. 
just like that movie Elysium. Matt Damon sit, sitting at the table with his parole officer who's a robot. I've detected elevated levels of stress. I've detected anger and aggression. Here's your prescription. A lot of these things are also considered science fiction. If you've never heard any of this before, you'll think I'm totally making it up, and I totally understand that. But what I'm reading here is not science fiction, it's science fact. For example, Gizmodo is considered a relatively respectable news source for science and technology. But I don't have to go to Gizmodo. I can go to the USDA to find that they just approved a vaccine for honeybees that is not a vaccine developed by Dallin Animal Health. And basically what it does is, since you can't grab every bee and give it a a needle, you add it to the food supply, they consume it, pass it on to the queen, and the queen transfers it to her ovaries and that genetic material. supposed to give this immunity to the bees, but we know that vaccines don't convey immunity like this. So what are they actually doing? Clearly they're introducing some kind of genetic material into the bees. Perhaps... Like in the X-Files, we have kind of a reverse situation. Instead of putting the material, that's the alien virus, the, the genetics, into the corn and then having the bees take it from the corn through pollination and take it to humans, instead we have a reverse. We have the bees being given the material. They pass it on to the crops, and then the crops pass it on to us. In other words, Chris Carter and those that wrote those storylines, it was more than just Chris Carter, but those that wrote those storylines, particularly Chris Carter, perhaps, I don't know, I've never talked to Chris Carter, but perhaps what happened with the X-Files was that it was a kind of a form of predictive programming and perhaps whatever it was that Chris Carter was given, if he had been given some kind of information, the X-Files has been extremely predictive of the future. Perhaps what is happening here is information that was given and then he just kind of tweaked it a little bit tweaked it so instead of the bees transmitting the material to the crops that we eat it's the crops transmitting the material to the bees that then sting us because that doesn't make a lot of sense bees don't sting us every day mosquitoes do that tends to happen a lot so you could genetically engineer mosquitoes to transmit a malaria vaccine or a polio vaccine which is the number one cause of polio now or any other kind of vaccine or not really a vaccine at all, and by any definition, it's a genetic material that you want to pass along that could, well, like the whole point of genetically engineering the mosquitoes to begin with, and that is to sterilize other mosquitoes. That's officially why they're doing it. Now they're also saying that we're going to use them for actual vaccines, like malaria vaccines. That's already been done. That was done last year. So sterilizing other mosquitoes and then transmitting vaccines, which could potentially sterilize or do God knows what. So that's happening with mosquitoes, literally cutting out the middleman of the of the crop, of the food. But feeding bees this product, transmitting it to the queen, to her ovaries, how do they find that? How do they specifically isolate that? Kind of sounds just like what the coronavirus 19 or COVID-19 vaccine does. It targets the reproductive system. You've seen the menstrual problems. And of course, you've seen that it doesn't necessarily affect the fetus, but it affects the placenta. If you don't have placenta, you don't have a fetus. So it can cause things like premature, um, well, either premature birth or, well, what they call spontaneous abortions, which happened in the studies. And that was the, I believe that was the New England Journal of Medicine. It was like 82% spontaneous abortions in the people and the women that got the the, the COVID-19 vaccine. That's 
I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that. The New England Journal of Medicine is saying that. So what you saw in the X-Files, it's kind of like a reverse of what's happening in real life. Instead of the bees transmitting it to the crops, to the humans, it's the crops transmitting it to the bees, to the humans. Just kind of a reversal of what is happening. Again, this is the USDA and Gizmodo. U.S. approves first vaccine for honeybees. And remember, this is at a time when colony collapse disorder is still affecting bees. There's no doubt about it that bee populations have been declining because it's not just bees that don't show up in certain places. It's bees that are just, the whole colony is dead, seemingly out of nowhere. And the company researching to find out what was causing this called Biologics linked it to things like neonicotinoids, insecticides. And so the companies that produce insecticides decided to buy Biologics, and that's where we are. Monsanto Bayer purchased that company. And then suddenly colony collapse disorder wasn't caused by chemicals anymore. It wasn't caused by high fructose corn syrup anymore that's often given to bees. Cheap filler additive, like everything for humans. Which when you heat it to a certain temperature, it produces a chemical that actually is very harmful to both humans and especially to bees. And that's genetically engineered corn, of course, that it's derived from. Instead of any of that, it must be just be some random bacteria. That's, of course, what's causing all of the, the problems that humans have. It couldn't be diet and lifestyle. It couldn't be any of these things. It, it, it's, it's probably the, the viruses, the double-demics, the triple-demics, the twin-demics, the triple-demics, etc. And then it'll be a quadruple-demic. And then it's like eventually it's just an omnivirus and it's an omni-vaccine. And you get it. And if you don't get it, it's, well, it's mosquitoes that'll deliver it. It's transgenic crops that'll deliver it, particularly through the bees that are fed it, targeting the ovaries, menstrual problems, reproductive problems. It all goes back to, well, that TV show Utopia, and it goes back to the X-Files. And these are not my opinions. This is, this is mainstream news. This is, this is uh, you know, proof that you can hold in your hands from like the most official credible sources they're telling you what they're doing here's national geographic imagine a cure that's as contagious as the disease it fights a vaccine that could replicate in a host's body and spread to nearby others nearby quickly and easily protecting a whole population from microbial attacks this is what they call self-spreading vaccines self-spreading vaccines but they've already done experiments on this and testing on this back in the 90s. In 1999, a veterinarian, Jose Manuel Sanchez Vizcaino, don't know how to pronounce the guy's last name, but Jose Manuel, led a team of researchers on an island off the eastern coast of Spain to test a self-spreading vaccine against two viral diseases. Now, neither of the diseases that they were testing the vaccine for affect humans. However, they were identified in rabbit populations across Europe and China. Now, a traditional vaccine for both diseases was used in domestic rabbits, but trapping and vaccinating wild rabbits, of course, is a really hard thing to do, especially when rabbits are notorious for breeding so quickly. So instead, on the island, the researchers captured 147 rabbits, placed microchips in their necks, administered the vaccine to about half of them, and released them all back into the wild. For the next 32 days, the vaccinated and unvaccinated rabbits lived as they normally did. When researchers recaptured microchipped rabbits that had not been vaccinated originally, they found that 56% of them had antibodies in both by, or to both viruses, I should say, indicating that the vaccine had successfully spread from vaccinated 
to unvaccinated animals. Now, when people tell you, oh, there's no such thing as shedding, that's just some word you heard on the internet. There's no doubt that a lot of the information around that idea is either speculative or just totally bonkers insane. But this is also a real thing. And it's not called shedding. It's called self-spreading vaccine. And it has nothing to do with antibodies and dead viruses, which are alive but also dead, and nobody can really figure out what's what. This is genetic material that is being spread from one animal to another in the wild. Something that even the National Geographic said, the National Geographic even warned about this. They warned about this. Get this. A self-spreading vaccine, self-spreading vaccine virus could evolve to jump species or cause other unknown consequences in wild and domestic animal populations and perhaps even in humans. Felipe Linsos, a science and international security expert at King's College London, points out that viruses are genetically unstable and prone to frequent mutations. Whatever it is that you call the virus, it's just like that movie I Am Legend at the beginning when the scientist is talking about the good guy and the bad guy in the car. If you can take the bad guy out of the car and replace him with, say, a cop, you take something natural that's bad and alter it so that it becomes good. And then what happens in the movie? Well, it causes genetic mutations and basically zombies or zombies slash they're more like vampires in I Am Legend, especially in the original. But that's kind of the same idea, taking something natural and altering it so that it becomes deadly or so that you become sterile altering your DNA, altering your genetics. You know, I, I can't be any more sincere with you. You know, this microphone might make my voice sound really good and really deep and really crisp and really clear and really authoritative. But I, I'm just a guy who fell into radio 12, 13 so years ago. And a lot of the things that I talk about today, I talked about back then. And back then, I didn't know who H.P. Lovecraft was. I didn't know who, I mean, I was not very educated in school. I didn't know who Carl Jung was. I didn't know who Joseph Campbell was. I barely knew anything about even Alex Jones, or I didn't find, you know, my good friend Clyde Lewis here on Ground Zero until like 2000, was that I found Clyde in like 2012, 2013. And even then, I didn't listen every night. Like, I, I didn't find a lot of, this stuff until, you know, after, or I I didn't find a lot of these people until after the fact. Obviously, a lot of people's research, like Jim Mars, which really inspired me, uh, influenced the way that some people talked about these things, so I had heard about them. And then as I started to get to know people and start to research it, you find that it's not only is it not crazy, it's out in the open. Like, I can look up right now, and I have this in my book, The Technological Elixir, if you buy a copy, even if it's digital, You'll have the the references to all of this. It's it's right there in, in plain black and white. I think it was the World Bank and the UN. They got together and discussed fertility regulating vaccines, vaccines that regulate your fertility. It's not a conspiracy. It was done in the open. Just because you didn't hear about it doesn't mean it's a conspiracy. It was done in the open. It's published information. FRVs, fertility regulating vaccines. And then a decade later, researchers on an island off the coast of Spain took rabbits 
and they injected them with what they call self-spreading vaccines, which it's not a vaccine like you think. It could be chemicals. It could be genetic material. And then, you know, we spread genetic material, whether you're standing next to somebody talking, you're breathing in and out. And that doesn't mean that a mask prevents the transmission of those things. It, we're talking, you're still going to, you know, exhale and there's genetic material in that in that um, saliva or in you know your, your your breath even little moisture little droplets. So whether you're in person with somebody and you're not engaging in an intimate act or you're engaging in an intimate act, research has shown that even if you're if you're you don't eat genetically engineered foods but you had sex with someone who does, and I, I can't I still can't find this article but I, I remember reading it. What happens is that other person can transmit the genetic material to you. So we're not talking about transmitting viruses here. And we're not really talking about transmitting vaccines here. We're talking about transmitting genetic material or material that can be engineered like mRNA to do something specific in the body. And they don't need rabbits to do it. They don't need mosquitoes to do it. They don't need bees or transgenic crops to do it. This can be done through admitted geoengineering programs. This can be done through simple things like just putting it into the food supply. Now, I'm just presenting you with the information that I've, that I've found. You can do with it what you will. Mosquitoes that are engineered to transmit sterilizing material to other mosquitoes. Could that spread to humans? You betcha. Releasing them in the wild. Could that exacerbate the problem you bet yeah but also it's not just mosquitoes and it's not just sterilizing agents it's just whatever they want to genetically engineer the mosquitoes to transmit which is now the malaria vaccine which is in a mosquito to transmit it to you that's that's npr reported that npr reported that or perhaps it's the idea in the x-files using GM corn to transmit material genetic material to a bee that transmits it to you maybe it's not that maybe it's the USDA recently, last week, approving a vaccine for honeybees, which isn't a vaccine. It's genetic material put into the food, which is then turned into the milky secretion that's fed to the queen. The queen then transmits it to their ovaries, and then that goes to the new bees. And instead of being immune to whatever is causing the bees to die, which is actually insecticides and HFCS, things like that, but you don't know that because Monsanto bought Biologics, it could then transmit it to the food because the pollination, they pollinate everything, blueberries, avocados, you name it, and then transmit that to humans. It was bees and genetically engineered crops or it's mosquitoes or it's self-spreading vaccines for rabbits and other things. It's just weird that they would re- they reported that last year. And, you know, as, as we're looking into 2023, 2023 is the year of the rabbit. And, you know, we even saw... We talked about H.P. Lovecraft recently. You talk about how that's infested almost everything in our culture from cartoons and comic books to movies and TV shows to Bitcoin trading platforms to, well, the new Kraken variant of COVID-19, which, by the way, the new research says uh, Yahoo News had an article yesterday that said if you're if you're worried about uh, the Kraken variant, well, only if you're vaccinated should you be worried because it's affecting people that are vaccinated, not people that are not vaccinated. So I'm not going to be affected by it. That's according to mainstream news now. Even the crappy Yahoo News had a story on it. 
which means that just like in utopia, it's the people that go get the vaccines that are actually going to be sick. Everything else is just psychology. Everything else is just panic, 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 panic. Everybody's dying when nobody's really dying of that specific thing. People are still dying, but it's not that specific thing of virus, bacteria, etc. Then you go get the shot and you don't necessarily die with that either, but you do become sterile. Fertility regulating vaccines, GM mosquitoes, corn, bees, and going beyond that to technologies like smart dust or technologies like edible electronics and connecting the outside of the body with the inside of the body. Scientists at Yale have brought pigs back from the dead using chemical sludges, kind of like something in Overlord, black goo, restoring cellular function in the brain, the liver, and the kidney, and the heart, the kidneys, and the heart. And it's just kind of like that story in the Bible. Jesus drives the demons, a legion of demons, into a herd of pigs and drives them into the water. But now we're bringing the demon pigs back to life. And on top of that, scientists in China have combined those ideas together to create the first mammal with reprogrammable genes. It's not just bringing something back from the dead. It's creating something completely new, conjuring it into existence and then programming it and making it programmable to their liking. It's all part of a zero-sum game. And bees are a zero-sum game, especially when we allow the predictive programming of Hollywood and even the mainstream media to some extent to show us precisely what is happening. Create a crisis, offer a solution. It's sterilization, it's genocide, it's all that without the genocide. Just sterilize people. Nobody even has to necessarily die. Using bees to transmit material to crops that then transmits the same material to you when you eat it. That's how the bees were infected with it in this new vaccine study or report from the USDA. They're going to start doing this or they're going to study it. They're going to start doing this by feeding the bees this genetic material and then it's going to transmit to food and then to you. Not something to be afraid of, but something to be aware of. It's not reality mimicking art and art mimicking reality. It's fertility regulating vaccines coming out and being discussed before the X-Files was even a TV show, before Utopia was even a TV show more recently. It was self-spreading vaccines in the 90s. It's genetically engineered mosquitoes in the early 2000s, all doing the same thing, all culminating in the takeover of planet Earth genetically and telling you everything's dying, everything's going to die, everything's going to blow up and burn or whatever. The insects are dying, the plants and trees are dying. But what's the solution to all those problems? It's always more chemicals. It's always genetic engineering. It's always allowing multinational corporations and banks to patent life. Therefore, it's a zero-sum game. We give up our birthright. We give up the organic world. We become slaves to something very alien. And we become merged with a machine-like idea and a machine-like culture. We become far less human. Assimilation is already underway. Colonization is already underway. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Thank you so much for joining us. Please subscribe to the show at thesecretteachings.info. Please buy one of my books. When you do, you support us and keep us on air. Keep listening to the show in the free archive, though, if that's all that you can do. I really appreciate that as well. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, etc. Let us know how you think. 
we do here on the broadcast. And let us know what you think of tonight's show. rdgable at yahoo.com, tstradio at protonmail.com. The music, White Bat Audio. The montage you heard tonight will be in our montage archive for subscribers. Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy. We'll talk to you on the next broadcast tomorrow. Pop stars gathered in their masses. You don't want to miss that show. 